the best of Tom and Vicki. John Lennon would have been 80 years old today. Mm-hmm. And I recalled talking to someone, oh man, a couple of years ago, a, a gentleman who had said to me, when we were doing a, an event, he had said to me, I have a story I can tell you about meeting John Lennon. Okay. Yeah. I said, you know what? We've got to sit down and talk about this one day. And what a better way than to do it right now on John Lennon's 80th birthday. That's okay? right. And uh, from Winnipeg, someone from Winnipeg. Yeah, this is Stephen. That's a rarity. From, from in Winnipeg. Yeah, a Winnipegger. Now, I'm going to set the tone or the scene, I guess you could say here. Stephen, you're with us? Yes, I am. Okay. All right. So we get to Stephen's story by setting what was going on here. It's back in 1969. Okay, John Lennon and Yoko Ono famously had their bed-in. Yes. Okay, now there were two bed-ins. One was held in Amsterdam originally in March of 69. And, of course, the whole idea, protesting war, the Vietnam War was raging at the time, Mm -hmm. and promoting peace. Simple as that. Uh, So they're there in a week in Amsterdam in a bed. Got coverage in Europe for that. But it really exploded when they came here to North America. Originally, they wanted to do it in New York City. But Lennon couldn't get into New York. He had Mm. been convicted of marijuana possession at one point. And, of course, Nixon at that time felt that Lennon was a very subversive individual. He was literally scared of him. (laughs) And, yeah, right, because he didn't want him. Nixon should have been worried about other things, but okay. That that went on for years. Anyway, that's a side note. Uh, Couldn't do it in New York. So they came to Canada, and they arrived in Toronto, where they were going to do it, but it, they flipped it over to Montreal because they thought they'd be closer to the press in the States oh. and who would cover it better than if it was in Toronto. But here's where Stephen comes in. Okay, they were in Toronto for a day or two, and Stephen, that's where you were growing up, correct? Yes. Okay, now Stephen, you were at that time a young man Doing the math around 19 years old. So, uh, how is it that you got access to them in the first place? Because I know they invited certain high-profile people to join them to get well, exposure. I had heard on the news, and I knew where this place was. It was only just down the street. So, I thought I'd check it out. So, I got down there, but they wouldn't let me in. Right. Because there, were, there, was a, uh, there were people there with all kinds of gear. Yeah. cameras and so i just uh the fellow could see that i was I was having trouble getting in so he says well why don't you just uh uh help help carry my stuff upstairs okay and there was like a roost yeah. and so, so then i got upstairs and the security was there and son of a gun they let me in okay wow so, under the guise of like a mover yeah yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, under the the people who had the the, the movie cameras and the, the cameras. cameras and the yeah. things so he was, he was a gaffer carrying the stuff in. So now, okay, yeah. now you're in the room. John Lennon, Yoko Ono in, in Toronto. That was the King Edward Hotel, by the way. Okay. This, this is in May of 1969. As Stephen said to me, the, the, the details are sketchy about the days. <laughs> uh, it was the 60s. Yeah. Of course yeah. they and were. And there you are in the room with Lennon and Yoko. And then what happens? Uh, the, the place was just always continually fully, fully never people coming and going. Yes. And they were all celebrities from around Toronto. Yeah. And uh, John Lennon was making pictures. He, he, was, he had he had some paper pads, and he was making papers of or drawings of for people. He's oh, famous. The, the Lennon sketches are famous. Yeah. So yes, he was doing the, those famous sketches. He was doing right there in front of you. 
Yes. And he gave me a bunch of them. You have a bunch of John Lennon sketches? Well, you know, the trouble was there were people there then who wanted my sketches. (laughs) And John Lennon asked, you know, didn't have enough. So I had to give him my sketches. And uh, but then I, I got outside somehow and I went to a store that sold drawing pads and I brought them back and John Lennon made a bunch of more pictures. Okay, wow. so you went and got the drawing pads for Lennon and made the yes. picture. If you think that's good, next, Stephen, what happened when you were conversing with Lennon and Yoko? Okay, uh, a bunch of people had come and gone, and I was virtually alone with them. Okay. And, and uh, he asked John Lennon, now this is blew my mind, John Lennon, Lennon was asking people for their input. If I had or anybody else there had any material that was suitable for for, for their 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 mantra, which was peace and an anti-war, for right? The, the message, yes, the message right. they were trying to get across with the whole bed in, right? Yes. Okay. So what happened? Well, they, they were they were basically uh, on their bed, yeah, on 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 the group bed, I guess, uh-huh. and. Uh, I remember at- attending various uh, programs in the summertime in and around Toronto yeah. where they had, uh, it was like a, a uh, what do you call it, where people were meeting and they were saying things like, all we are saying is, uh, is give Christ a chance or give love a chance yeah. or give hope a chance. Right. There was, mm-hmm. a lot of, there was a lot of protesting going on in the 69, yeah. for mm-hmm. sure. A lot of so sit-ins then, and so stuff I like figured, that. I figured, well, that's, this sounds interesting. Yeah, okay, so. Because I had, was familiar with it. So I told John, I said I, I didn't actually uh, tell him. What I did was I sung to him. What did you sing to him? I sung to him. All we are saying is give peace a chance, and uh, and he oh he was blown away by that. He was he was just so keen on that. He I'm was, blown away. Well, by hang that. on a second here. He was blown away. <laughs> so Holy Stephen, crap. you're saying to us you came up with that line. I'm I'm telling you I came up with that line. Yes, and gave it to John Lennon. Yes. Oh my God, Steve! Oh and, wow. And uh, he, uh, uh, all these years, I've heard all these very famous people come up with that with that ditty. Yeah. And I was never acknowledged. Yeah, never got the credit. Wow. But, well, I don't. Because this is the first all we've over heard. Over the world, that yeah. that. Diddy appeared all over the world. Now, when you would tell, like, a friend, like, hey, I gave oh, John oh, Lennon I that did, line. I did. Around, the, around that time, I was telling everybody, you know, yeah. guess what happened to me? I met John Lennon. I met Yoko Ono. And you gave him the line, which yes. became one of the more famous songs of all time. Now, did your buddies that's, that's believe it. you when you told them that? Uh... They like they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that is absolutely wow. stunning. It's unbelievable, and one hundred percent, Stephen. I believe you, Me and I too. hope everyone else does yeah. as well. Okay, but your story gets a little crazier if people can believe that, uh, and we'll get to that in a couple of moments. Okay, when you hang with us, Steve. I'm here. Okay, good. <laughs> it gets a little 
Weird. Okay. okay. I love weird. Yeah, do you? Sure. Okay. Well, 60s that, weird? Come on. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was 60s. That's right. So maybe it'll <laughs> actually make sense. Uh, that We'll get back to that in a few seconds. You don't want to miss it. Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's Classic Rock. We're joined by Stephen, longtime Winnipegger, uh, now retired, who told us an extraordinary story a few moments ago, Stephen, that you were there uh, in Toronto before John Lennon and Yoko Ono went to Montreal to do their bed. And when they landed in Canada and you were a young guy, 19 or 20 years old, got into that hotel room and ended up providing them with the line, all we are saying is give peace a chance. Yes, I actually sang it to them. Yeah, and, well, we know what the rest of the history of that is. Yeah. Yes. Clearly. John Lennon was this crazy for the ditty, and he told me I want it. <laughs> and he took it. And he took it. <laughs> well, you were, you were happy about that, weren't you? And guess what? He had it before he left. He had. I was just so happy. I can't believe it that John Lennon was actually interested in something that I had said. Yeah, yeah what an honor. And then they got together, obviously. Were you there when they started, uh, they created the song and started singing it? No, that would have been Montreal by then. Okay, yeah, this was... Yes, okay, this was that, the, that, that would yeah, have been in Montreal. Yeah, yeah, okay, so you're in there. You're getting to know Lennon and Yoko pretty well oh, here, Stephen. <laughs> It sounds, you're running out getting him a drawing paper for his yes. famous sketches, and you give him the song that became probably best related to him, mm -hmm. the, that one line, uh, yes. if it's not, of, of course, maybe Imagine. Right. The only thing it's that would there, trump though. that. Yep. Yeah. But uh, something else transpired. This was, again, setting the scene. 1969, the war is on. The, Yoko and Lennon are doing this because their number one thing, impetus, was peace. peace. World yes. peace. So thus the bed in. But it was also the 60s. Free love. Free love. Free love. Yes. Okay, that's, well, you, you were there. I was there. Okay, so Stephen, <laughs> what happened next? Now you're in, uh, in the room with Lennon and, and Yoko. They were handing out all kinds of knickknacks. Okay. And people were going crazy. I didn't want any of it. Okay. I was only interested in what John was saying about the piece. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you're kind of mesmerized there listening yes. to them. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And then... I was acting as a kind of a man Friday. Yeah, because you're... And, yeah. Uh, and then I babysat Sean for a while. <laughs> and they, they went outside, but they weren't happy with being away from Sean. Okay, so they came back. So they came back and... Uh, they kind of realized they left him with a stranger. What, what Is that the, what happened? <laughs> you know, that's, I thought that too. I thought they trusted me with Sean. Yeah, so now you're yeah. a nanny. Yeah. yeah. I am. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. But then what happens? And and then uh, 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 you know the 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 woman. What's her name? Yoko. Uh, Yoko. Yoko. Yeah. Yes, she was sexually active. Okay. And I don't know what happened, but I just ended up in in the bed with them, and I was actually in the bed with Yoko. <laughs> now, now Yoko wanted uh, uh, condoms from the security people. Yeah. The security people didn't have them. Uh huh. And so then I was just in, in, in the bed, under the bed with Yoko. And so I, I, was, I was making love with Yoko. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, John, presumably, is right there. Yes. Did you ever, like, look over and think, like, you cool with this dude? <laughs> well, we were, we were all cool with it. Okay, it was the 60s. You were all cool. Yeah. Yes.
All right, you know, just when you thought the story couldn't get any better. Wow. <laughs> Stephen, that is absolutely incredible. We can't thank you enough for sharing your, your story with us today. Yes, and then all of a sudden they left. <laughs> they, they were gone. Well, they were, know, that's right. what happened to them. They hit it and quit it, Stephen. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yes. <laughs> they took off for the bed in Montreal. <laughs> that's correct. That's right. Exactly right. Wow. <laughs> That is so so good. I, I'd be embarrassed if it didn't happen the the, the exactly the, the way you explained it. <laughs> I, I was just in bed with them. And I was in bed with Ono, making love with Yoko Ono. And wow. then you, you turn around, she's gone. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what happened. Yes. Stephen, thank you for much for sharing that with us. Oh, boy, no one would have believed me if I hadn't, you know, if he hadn't uh, told you, you know? Yeah, you know what? Everybody's going to be talking about that story. Incredible. Yeah, really, really nice of you to spend this time with us. We'll check in with you again, Steve. Appreciate and, and it. Of course, I heard everything after it happened on in, in, in uh, Montreal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So don't worry. It happened all over again. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, but you but know I what? wasn't part of that. So. But I don't even care what happened in Montreal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's classic rock. Now the political fly will come and go, like all things do. Of course, okay. yeah. Okay, but I did mention on the Drive 5 uh, that this would have been John Lennon's 80th birthday. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a guy whose legacy will live on forever. Yeah. Now, it's kind of fitting, I think, that they announced... And uh, they will award, well, I guess they announced it uh, overnight, the award, more or less today, on John Lennon's birthday, the Nobel Peace Prize. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's going to the World Food Program, which is a organization that's been around for quite a number of years. They not only combat hunger, they distribute food, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but they also contribute to peace initiatives around the world in conflict areas and prevent the use of hunger as a weapon of war, right, I mean, completely wow. in line with everything that John and Yoko and the message they tried to get across incessantly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. For years. So I just thought that, wow. That's great timing. kind of nice. Yeah. yeah. They provide food for over 90 million people a year. Wow. Yes, an unbelievable program, and the World Food Program gets the Nobel Peace Prize on what would have been John Lennon's 80th birthday. Amazing. It's almost perfect. Mornings with Tom and Vicki. 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's classic rock. John Lennon's 80th. He would have been 80 years old. More on that coming up on The Drive 5, of course. And then later on this morning after 8 o'clock, we talked to a guy with an amazing story about John Lennon. And yeah. Yoga. Incredible. Can't wait. Uh, but I also happen to note that... Uh, it was also Jackson Brown's birthday today. Oh. Uh, you know, it's like the, the date is literally owned by John Lennon. Yeah. So these things Poor are... Poor Jackson yeah. is getting overshadowed. Right. You know, uh, he seems like a pretty chill guy. Yeah. I don't think he cares. <laughs> and he's 71, so maybe last year was a big deal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. But the, uh, the... I don't see Jackson Brown as being one of those... You know, one of those birthday people? Yeah. Like grown adults who advertise their birthday? You know those people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Kind yeah. of icky, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> unless, unless um, one of my buddies does, but at least 
he throws a great bash. Okay, how does how do you mean he advertises it? Well, he lets everybody know oh. that he's throwing this big bash oh, okay. for his birthday. Well, I mean, if he's yeah. hosting a party, yeah, sure. That's good, right? Yeah. That's a good example. Yeah. But then there are others who you must have seen. Like, they'll, they'll turn it into, well, they attempt to. Oh, this is my, you know, my birthday week. Yeah. My birthday month. Birthday you week must, is a bit... You must do birthday things. You must honor me. No, you know? that's, <laughs> that's no good. We all have a birthday. Yeah. Yours isn't and, any special And you didn't do feat. anything to get it. No. Yeah. What, you exist. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So do the rest of Guess us. Guess what? Your mom did all the work. <laughs> <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive. Winnipeg's classic rock. We have a look at a George Harrison moment. That was a George Harrison song mm -hmm. with the Beatles. Yeah. But in fact, uh, he had his buddy Eric Clapton come in and play guitar in that song. Ooh, nice. Yeah. yeah. And Eric Clapton was a little bit reticent to come because he was afraid uh, that the Beatles would be annoyed that he was coming in to play on one of their songs. Oh. That's how revered I, they were yeah. by even people like Eric Clapton. I would think he'd be so pumped. Well, I'm sure he was yeah. super pumped to yeah. go in there and play, yeah. but he was intimidated. He said he, he was. He was nervous. Well, that, maybe, and that's surprising coming yeah. from Clapton, well, who's exactly. an amazing guitarist. Yeah. Like they, he thought they, they would have been pissed at him, oh. at, at, at George, because they were good buddies, George yeah. and him, yeah. for coming in. And to be on one of their tours. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's so funny. So, in fact, to the extent that Clapton said, okay, uh, listen, uh, do not do not give me any credit, like on the credits yeah. for the song when it's released. And they didn't. Uncredited. Like, he's not listed. Wow. So I don't want my name on there. You guys are the Beatles, for God's sakes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, can my name be first and in yeah. capital letters? Yeah. Because I just played on a Beatles song? That's right, because my friends aren't going to believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's classic rock. I noticed when I'm going to on the Drive 5 there. Uh, when I had mentioned that story about the guy getting gored by an elk yes. on the golf course. <laughs> it's just, it's a, it's a, I don't know why that cracks me up. Well, but, you just don't yeah. see it coming. An yeah. elk of all things. Yeah, but but the thing, the, the funny part is you should see it coming because they're huge. Sure, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's a guy concentrating on a shot, I well, guess. Well, you know, he's in the game. <laughs> yeah. You gotta but, be. But when I was mentioning... Uh, the different terms, the birdie and the eagle, and, and I threw an albatross, mm -hmm. and I could see your face that you had not heard that before. Now and I is, know you're not a golfer. No, right? is albatross, that's an animal of some it sort, It is, right? it's another bird. It's a bird, okay, because okay. I've heard the word yeah. before, but I never really knew what it was. Now, I don't know, and don't ask me okay. why they started with this bird business when it came to... Uh, golf and getting, you know, scores that are under par in a hole. Right. Like with the birdie, well, for instance. You know I don't what, know. Why you know what it probably is, is that the ball, uh -huh. like a bird, flies through the air <laughs> in the game of golf. That's... Right? Yeah, well, most times. Yeah. You <laughs> haven't seen me golf. <laughs> so, okay, a birdie okay. is what? A birdie is a one under par on a hole. Okay, so... One if under a, par on a so hole, okay. So, if you get a three... On a par four. Right, okay. okay. Simple enough, right? Eagle is? It is two under par in a hole. Okay, and okay. an albatross? Well, the albatross is three. So if it's three, you can only get it on, on a par four okay. or a par five. So in other words, oh. it's a hole in one 
on a par, a par four. four, which okay. is unbelievably rare, but there are people who have done it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah. you've gotten a hole-in-one. Well, I fluked one in. Oh, yeah, yeah you did, yeah. but that's yeah. still an amazing yeah. feat. Uh-huh. Um, and that was on a par... Well, that would be a par three. Par three, Where okay. most hole-in-ones are. Okay, so yeah. what what's the bird name for that? Well, that's just it. We don't get a bird. No bird. No bird. No bird for that. Oh, it's you know. Well, that's it's, no fair. It's generally, you know, lucky for in the right. first place, and mm. and at the same time, uh, it's it's just you know. But it's a hole still in, a you feat. Could, well, it's it's two under the par of that hole. Right. So you can call it an eagle if you want. Okay. If you want, to, if it needs a bird name. Oh. <laughs> but well. you know what? Hole in one's better. <laughs> Mornings with Tom and Vicky, 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's classic rock. I'd mentioned the latest costumes. Here's the new one for yeah. today. Sexy hand sanitizer <laughs> costume. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Now it's Erotic. Not, it's not just a, a naked person covered in gel. Because <laughs> that was my first guess. Yeah, I know. Right off the bat. And I, I thought, that is pretty sexy. Now, what? okay, well, I'm trying to picture what that would look basically like. Basically, what it is, is a, uh, it would appear to be uh, lingerie. Uh, one piece lingerie. Okay. And on the front it says hand sanitizer. <laughs> it's just oh man, they're not even trying anymore. <laughs> and, uh, and then there's some sort of see-through, uh, like a tutu mini skirt. <laughs> okay, I feel like you're not the person to be describing women's clothing. <laughs> like we're not getting a good picture at all of this. I'm gonna well, look this up. Well, let me tell you something. The picture was pretty good. <laughs> The best of Tom and Vicky on 94.3 The Drive, Winnipeg's classic rock.